even though all the stress that's coming into my life has not changed, the way that I'm responding to it has because I've changed my internal environment. And so I think that practices like meditation that help us reset our nervous system, help us feel good on the inside, so greatly impact our lives because it impacts our work and our school and our relationships and and how we relate to people because we feel better inside. In Your Element is a teen-hosted podcast covering conversations with our allies. I'm your host, Abby Jones, and I get to chat with some of the most inspiring people. Our guests will include educators, creators, and changemakers who will reflect on their teen years, what makes them feel the most in their element, and things they wish they had known as a teenager. In Your Element is a part of the Element Collective, the first gamified life skills mobile app for teen girls. Download the app to earn exclusive rewards and get connected directly with mentors like the guests that you'll hear from on the show. You will probably be on your phone anyway. It might as well be fun and productive because when each of us are in our element, magic happens. everyone. Today I get to interview Emily Kessler to talk about something that I think many teens have been told that they should do or try to do, but they don't really know how to or they feel like they don't have time. Um, can anybody guess what I'm talking about? That's right. I'm talking about meditation. <laughs> um, Emily is not only a part of the Element family, but she is also a live event producer, artist manager, and music industry marketing veteran. She has marketed and produced 30,000-person music festivals, 45-city national music tours, and multiple genre-spanning album releases. She's a partner at The Big Quiet, a modern meditation company that hosts mass meditation and music experiences at the most iconic places in the world – like Fenway Park, Guggenheim, Madison Square Garden, the list goes on and on. She is also a meditation teacher, teaching ancient practices of meditation through a modern and approachable lens, creating access for the next generation. Well, hi, Emily. It's so nice to get to talk to you today. I'm so excited. Meditation is something that I'm personally pretty interested in, so I'm super excited. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. I love everything that Element is doing, so it's it's an honor. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, and I'm sure Mary and Kylie would appreciate it as well. So, tell me about you. I know you do meditation in all different kinds of ways, and um, tell me some about that and how you got into that. Yeah. So I am a meditation teacher. Uh, I teach a style of meditation called One Giant Mind. It's a really accessible, really simple style of meditation that anybody can do. And I've been teaching for about the last year, but I have been meditating personally for the last almost four years. And it is such a non-negotiable part of my daily life. And it has just changed my life in so many ways. Um, I also run my own sort of freelance marketing company. And so 
In that vein, I work with artists in management and marketing their tours and live releases. And then I also work with a company called The Big Quiet, where we do mass meditation and music experiences at iconic locations across the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, most recently, we toured with Oprah. It was amazing. And these things are all amazing and really fun. And I love sort of all the businesses that I work on, um, but they can also be quite stressful. And uh, a couple of years ago, I was experiencing a lot of, of sort of debilitating stress. Um, I wasn't sleeping very well. I was getting sick a lot. I was feeling unfocused, kind of lethargic. Uh, my mind just felt like it was always racing in a million directions. And I just felt a little bit out of control with what was going on in my life. And I found meditation at a time that I really needed it. Um, I was experiencing levels of stress that felt very close to burnout. And so meditation kind of saved me. Um, and I didn't click with it right away. Uh, I was perhaps even a little bit skeptical at first. But when I found styles of meditation that felt welcoming and felt accessible, I really clicked with it. And so now my whole mission is to make these ancient practices of meditation just so much more accessible and modern and simple. And I like to say even fun um, and just show people that even if they think meditation isn't for them, that there's definitely a style of meditation out there that is right for them. Yeah. So <laughs> I have pretty bad ADHD and I've suffered with it my my whole life and um multiple times I've had therapists tell me you should try meditation it's so amazing but um it's incredibly hard because I think that um you know the stereotype of meditation is just close your eyes and don't think and that's really really hard for anybody but specifically somebody with ADHD um so what would you recommend? Because I know I feel like meditating is impossible with ADHD. Yeah, that's such a great question. And I'm so glad you brought this up because I think what you've highlighted is the major misconception of meditation. This meditation myth that we all believe that we're supposed to close our eyes and clear our mind and the thoughts are just going to disappear like, you know, floating clouds in the sky. And this is just not the case. This is not what happens. So I don't know if you know this, but the human brain thinks involuntarily, which means that it just thinks on its own without us trying to or without us doing anything. It's the same way that the heart beats. It's the same way that we breathe. It's involuntary. So we can't control how many thoughts are coming up. They're just going to come up. And so what meditation actually is, it's not clearing the mind. It's being okay with the mind being busy. It's practicing coming back to the meditation when we're distracted by our thoughts. Um, you could be distracted by a thought a hundred times in a 10-minute meditation. And as long as when you notice you're distracted, you bring yourself back, this is a perfect meditation. So I think the first thing to, to consider is that meditation is not about clearing the mind. It's not about stopping thoughts. It's about becoming more comfortable inside our own minds, spending time in quiet, seeing what kind of thoughts come up, being curious about it, um, and always returning ourselves back to the meditation. This is how we train the mind. And another thing that I would say is that seated meditation is not the only kind of meditation. So there are 
all different kinds of meditations you can do. Um, maybe walking meditation is something that's, you know, exciting to you. It's, you know, listening to a guided meditation specifically for walking while you're doing it. It's being present to the walk. It's noticing sights and sounds and smells, um, bringing our attention to the present moment. So, it doesn't have to be just sitting cross-legged in bed. There are laying down meditations. There's sleeping meditations. There's walking meditations, cooking meditations, commuting meditations. It's basically just bringing attention and presence and mindfulness to something that we're doing, whether that's sitting, walking, cooking, all of these different things. So I would just say that I would explore different styles, see if you find one that you jive with, and then also to understand that meditation doesn't always feel good. Sometimes it's really challenging and we feel restless and anxious and we have so many thoughts. And the whole practice is to sit anyways, um, to know that that's a normal and natural part of meditation. And it's actually a really important, a really important part of meditation too. Ugh, I do not like the idea of sitting with my thoughts. Uh, I don't many like it. Of, many of us don't. And honestly, I think that's why a lot of people stray away from meditation. Yeah. Because it's so much easier to watch an episode of Friends or scroll TikTok or scroll Instagram. These are things that we know are going to make us feel good. They're going to be distracted. We're going to feel nice. We're going to get a dopamine hit. And choosing to sit quietly with our thoughts. Oof, this is the brave stuff. This is the scary stuff, but this is the stuff that's so valuable. It allows us to see what we're thinking, to really feel our feelings um, instead of distracting ourselves away from them. Um, so it's, it's sometimes the harder choice, but it's, it's always a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you totally attacked me there with the watching an episode of Friends. I was like, out. Comfort, comfort show, totally. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love that show. So you brought up how there's many different kinds of meditation, like commuting meditation and walking meditation. Um, and I know that one reason that some people don't get into meditation is because there's no time to do it. Busy work day, busy school day. I don't have time to meditate. That's it's stupid. I'm just sitting there. Why would I waste time doing that? Um, yes. Yeah. So knowing that there's other kinds of meditation is really valuable. Absolutely. And you know, even just five minutes is better than nothing. It's better than zero. So if you're feeling like, oh, well, I definitely don't have time to meditate. Well, we all have five minutes. So start with five minutes, see how it goes. And, you know, you can fit meditation in where it fits. So I love to meditate in Ubers. I love to meditate on planes. I meditate on the subway in New York. Um, wherever I can get it in, I do. Uh, because life is busy and there's so much going on and there's so many things that want our attention. So carving out those little pockets of time for ourselves is just so beneficial. Yeah. Um, what, what would you say are some of the main benefits of meditating? Because I think as I said, for most people, it just seems like a way to calm down, which is a benefit. But I mean, sure. as you're saying, it seems like there's there's more than that. Oh, there are so many. <laughs> so as soon as we start meditating, 
we turn off the stress response in our body. And the stress response is something that we have in our systems, the fight or flight response. It's this thing that keeps us alive, but it's triggered all day. And so for many of us, we're living in this constant, very stressful state. We feel impatient. We feel like we could just snap at any moment. Um, we feel exhausted. We feel a lack of creativity. Um, this is when we feel overstressed. And so the moment that we start to meditate, we turn off this stress response and we turn on what's called the relaxation response. And when this happens, the heart rate starts to slow down, the blood pressure drops, um, the blood in our system starts to flow more fluidly. So all the cells and all of our organs um, start operating at a higher capacity. Our immune system strengthens when we meditate. Um, we, so we start to get sick less. We are turning off the stress response, so we start to sleep better at night because our body doesn't keep us on high alert. It doesn't keep us up all night because we've spent time calming it down in the meditation. Um, with regular meditation, the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that is responsible for fear and anxiety, actually starts to shrink. And the part of the brain that's responsible for um, creativity memory, concentration, focus, this starts to grow and thicken. So when you look at the brain of a meditator versus a non-meditator, there's all these changes, these really beneficial changes that start to happen. Um, we start to feel a little more in touch with ourselves. Feelings of self-love start to grow. We start to kind of relate deeper to the people around us because we're starting to feel into this little bit deeper place that exists inside of us. Um, we have so much more energy, um, creativity skyrockets, you know, really any thing in our life that we can think about meditation is enhancing. And what's important to remember is it's not just about how we feel in the moment. So I meditate for five minutes. It's really not about how do I feel in those five minutes? It's how do I feel when I open my eyes? How do I feel in my life? Um, it's like exercising, you know, you don't go to the gym just for how you feel in the gym. You go to the gym so that your body is healthy, so that you feel strong in your life. And, and this is really the same for meditation. Go into the gym for your mind. <laughs> I like that analogy a lot. Go into the gym for your mind. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so we're talking all about benefits of meditation, but we haven't talked about methods of meditating and how to meditate. I, I think, it's probably different for each person, but um, you tell me. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different styles, you know. I like to think, you know, to, to continue on this exercise analogy, I like to think of the category of meditation like the category of exercise. So it's like, okay, I want to exercise. All right, well, I could run. I could do spin class. I could do Pilates. I could do bar. Um, there's so many different styles we can do, and everyone's body reacts differently. Everyone has their preference. And it's really the same with meditation. So there are mindfulness styles of meditation, this is similar to meditations found on calm or headspace. These are guided meditations that bring your attention to something in the present moment. There are Buddhist styles of meditation, um, sitting in silence, ones like Vipassana. There's also sort of concentration and focus techniques where people look at a candle or a light um, or focus on something that's an object. And then there are styles of meditation that are mantra-based. So thinking a sound, that sinks the mind into deeper rest. 
Um, there's styles of meditation where you focus on the breath, where you focus on vegetables you're chopping, if it's a cooking meditation, where you focus on the sights and sounds, if it's a walking meditation. So there's really options for any style that, that is out there. Um, and, and what I would recommend if you are new to meditation is either finding a teacher on YouTube, on Headspace, on Calm, um, on TikTok, on Instagram, you know, they're everywhere. And, and seeing, you know, who, who they are and what they teach and trying out some of their guided meditations, seeing if you like their style, if you like their voice, um, if you like the things that they talk about and, and just trying out some different teachers and some different styles and just seeing what you gravitate to. It's, it's honestly really trial and error. Um, just being open to different styles, testing it out and, and just seeing how you feel when you do these meditations. Yeah. I, I know that I've tried calm and headspace and they're actually pretty good. I think guided meditations, much better for people with ADHD. Sure. Yeah. Something, something to focus on. Exactly. Just direct instructions. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So our whole brand is being in your element. Um, would you say that you are in your element when you're meditating? I would say that meditation helps me feel more in my element. Yeah. Um, I would say that the meditations themselves sometimes are really gratifying and feel really good and restful and rejuvenating. And sometimes it feels like doing mental battle. Sometimes it's tiring and anxiety provoking. And, you know, you just want it to be over. You're counting down the seconds. But what really matters is how I feel afterwards. It's like working out. You never regret, you know, getting a workout in or going to the gym. You always feel better after, regardless of the experience. And that's what I've really found is that I not only feel better right when I open my eyes, but that feeling of sort of a calmness and a capable sort of alertness, energy, um, this feeling starts to last longer the more that I've meditated. So it's not just right when I open my eyes, but it started to become infused more in how I live my life. And so even though all the stress that's coming into my life has not changed, the way that I'm responding to it has because I've changed my internal environment. And so I think that practices like meditation that help us reset our nervous system, help us feel good on the inside, so greatly impact our lives because it impacts our work and our school and our relationships and, and how we relate to people because we feel better inside. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Huh. Would never have known this about meditation. Now we're, now we're going to get you meditating. I can feel it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have one last question for you. Well, two last questions. Um, sure. so if you could go back in time and give your teen self one piece of advice or knowledge, wisdom, what would you, what would you say? That is such a good question. And I think about it all the time. Um, I think the number one thing that I would say to myself is go easy on yourself. Um, this is something that I still am working on. And it took me a long time to figure out that um, the inner critic in my own head is is not helping me. Um, and it's holding me back and it's making everything harder. And so 
what I would say to my teen self is, is just go easy on yourself. Um, you're going to be with yourself your whole life, you and your mind and your body, you got, you're one, you know, you're, you're in this thing together. And so if you can be a fan of yourself and be someone who's giving you congratulations and love and pumping you up versus, you know, tearing yourself apart, that it's going to be a much easier journey. So that, that would be the main thing. And Adele's song is really hitting for me recently when she's like, go easy on me, baby. It's like, I feel that to myself, that like go easy on me. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. <laughs> it's, it been, really hits. I've had that song on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and actually in that vein, just really quickly, one thing that I've been doing that's really helped with this and that I really recommend, um, there's a woman named Mel Robbins. She's a great speaker and educator, and she has all of these different modalities that she talks about in terms of self-love and motivation and all these things. And she has this new thing called the high five habit where every morning in the bathroom mirror, the first thing that she does is give herself a high five. And I've started doing it and it sounds very stupid at first. And I felt very stupid doing it, but I have to say there's something about giving yourself a high five that just says to yourself, I've got your back. I'm with you. You're doing a good job. I'm here for you versus the normal, you know, look at myself in the mirror and start picking myself apart. There's something about the high five that, that really start, started to really like boost my own self-confidence and, and energy and feelings of self-love in the morning. So I recommend high-fiving yourself in the mirror every morning and seeing how it feels. Oh my God. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. That's, I love that. And <laughs> if you feel stupid doing it or think, oh, this is dumb. Like I shouldn't be high-fiving myself. Let's pick that apart because yes, we right. should be high-fiving ourselves. So if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, you know, I would never do that. It's even more reason to do it. There you go. <laughs> um, Okay, so I have one last question for you. One actual last question, um, sure. which is just where where can our listeners find more about you? Yes, so I am most active currently. I would say on Instagram, uh, my handle is Emily J Kess K E S S. Uh, I'm also trying to be cool and be on TikTok. Emily meditates, <laughs> open to feedback. I'm sure you and your listeners probably know a lot more than I do. Um, and then just my website, emily-kessler.com. I offer a three-session learn to meditate course. I offer it about every few months. Uh, the sessions are live, so I teach it live on Zoom with a group of about 20 at a time. And over the three days, I give people the tools to have their own very simple easy to learn meditation practice. So I set you up. Um, so you've got a, a tool for life and, uh, yeah. So I would love to see you guys on social or, or in the course. Cool. Thank you so much. I've learned a lot about meditation today. <laughs> I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Abby. I really, really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Thank you.